0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: Welcome to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet. Hey, he
2: did him dirty. Swashbuck!
3: Welcome into NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet. It is good to be back after a week without You know what, we're going to call it competitive NBA action. We have 12 games tonight. The early slate headlined by Kevin Durant and the Suns facing off against Luca and the Mavs. We have Donovan Mitchell, Tyrese Halliburton, Jalen Brunson, all taking the floor at 7 p.m. Eastern. And then, a little bit later, we got some of the best the West has to offer, right? Kawhi Leonard, the Clippers try to keep it rolling against SGA and the Thunder. And we know that every game counts for these two in the race for the number one seed. But when you look at the schedule, And you look at tonight's games, really the one that catches everyone's eyes, right, is the Golden State Warriors hosting the Los Angeles Lakers. However, if you're hoping to tune in to Steph versus LeBron James, you're going to just have to hold off a little bit because the Lakers have listed James as out with a left ankle issue. So for more on that, let's bring in our NBA reporter, Dave McMenamin, who is in San Francisco right now for this game. Dave, what more can you tell us about why LeBron is missing this first game after the All-Star break?
2: Yeah, Malik, a few weeks ago we got that thriller between LeBron and Steph at the Chase Center that won't happen tonight with LeBron James tending to that left ankle of his. He used the time in between the All-Star game on Sunday and the start of the second half of the season starting up to get further treatment on that left ankle that's really been bothering him for weeks. Now, I'm told that it's still to be determined whether he'll be available either on Friday against the Spurs or Sunday against the Suns. The Lakers have a three-in-four-night scenario coming right out of the break, and obviously for a guy in year 21 who's 39 years old, even if he hadn't gotten treatment on that ankle, he probably wouldn't be playing in all three of those games. spoke to a source who's familiar with LeBron's situation. I asked him, do you think this could be an extended absence? And he said, I don't have any concern about being an extended absence. So it it sounds like he just needed a little bit more time based on the recovery that the second treatment that he got on the ankle requires. And we should see him back in the lineup soon enough. Spencer Dinwiddie, when asked what you got to do to make up for LeBron's absence, he said, it's got to be by committee that's never been one player in the history of the game mm. that ever replaced LeBron on his own. It has to be the whole team.
3: So when, in that report when I exhaled a sigh of relief is when you said that this isn't necessarily expected to be a long absence for LeBron James. Dave McMenamin, thank you very much. So anyone who is a little bit worried right about if they're going to get to see LeBron versus Steph again this season. Yes, you will Right, March 16th. You're going to get a chance April 9th. You're going to get a chance as well. And look who we got here. The whole family today. Aguma Agumake, Kendrick Perkins, Zach Lowe is beaming in from home as well. Do y'all remember when the Lakers, we entered the season and everyone was talking about, oh yeah, LeBron, we're gonna, the Lakers are saying, well, we're gonna try to put him on a little bit of a minutes restriction, <laughs> right? All season, <laughs> that, that went out the window during game one of all this. But despite having a largely healthy Anthony Davis, a largely healthy LeBron James, the Lakers, they are still in ninth place. So Zach, what do they need from LeBron when he is back to make a serious run over the final two months here?
4: Uh, let me let me try and give you a really good original answer here, Malika. What the ninth place Lakers need is for LeBron James to play really well and play really well a lot because their margin for error is zero. Right now they are ninth and the Warriors are tenth in this game that was all the hype machine was talking about tonight. This game would be the first game of the play-in tournament and one of the two would be eliminated before the play-in tournament even gets to day two. That's where the Lakers and the Warriors are And goal number one for the Lakers has to be get up into that 7-8 bracket. If you can't get to six, at least get to 7-8. Guess what? That's three games in the standings to make up against teams who are all playing well, all playing to win. It is an uphill battle. They need LeBron, ASAP, and they do not have the luxury of a lot of rest games or a minutes limit. It's all hands on deck.
1: When I go to the restaurant, <laughs> my plate is what?
4: Full. Oh. <laughs> <It's,
1: laughs> Overflowing. It's, Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. It's loaded. Oh, and that's, okay. It's <laughs> loaded. And, and look, but that's the same exact thing we, when, we, when we look at the Western Conference right now. It's loaded. So, in order for the Lakers to get back in the thick of things, meaning in the playoffs, LeBron James is going to have to be in-season tournament, LeBron James. Mm. Do we remember... That version of him, 28-7-8 a night throughout the whole tournament, did we see it in his eyes? We saw him taking charges. Matter of fact, he only had five for the season. He had two of them in the the championship game for the end-season tournament. So when I think about LeBron and how he has to elevate, because we all know he wanted the Lakers to make a move during the trade deadline, but they didn't. They stood pat. Right, You still got the Denver Nuggets that are in front of you. You're still looking at the Los Angeles Clippers that are in front of you. So, yes, rest is valuable for LeBron James. He needs that, right, okay. 39 years of age. But... In order for the Lakers to achieve what they need to achieve, we need the in season but tournament Perk, version of Perk, the project. He's
5: been doing that all year long. You said 28-8-9. and, 8 and 9. He's like 25-7-8 and 8 on the year. Yeah. Right. The only difference between now and the end-season tournament is that he was taking charges. Like he that's was a big doing, difference. He that means to,
1: he was locked in.
5: He's 39 in. years old. He, he can't was, be taking charges through 82 games of an NBA season.
1: If he's trying to get where he's trying to go, he better. You think so? Oh, I think that's a pass. <laughs>
5: he's like You always know there's one player on the team that you're like, don't take charges, we need you later on that's right. LeBron James protect him at all costs and to me I think he's doing exactly what he's needed to do yeah. there's nothing else you could expect from LeBron James I mean year 21 age 39 uh, he's played in 49 out of how many 56 games he's handling his own business and, and and the nature is you're right. It is loaded. The plate is overflowing. You know, this this it's a buffet. Uh, oh, wait, is that the proper word? I say buffet. buffet. Good. Okay, Did buffet. Say I say buffet. buffet. I say buffet. Okay. The West is buffet. a buffet. You can you have many options for contenders, and, and it's more so on the rest of the guys, right. right? But in this conversation, LeBron James has handled his business, and, like, one game after All-Star break, if that's going to help him finish
3: the season strong, I'm cool with that. Right, so you're saying if it's a buffet, everybody needs to eat. That's yes. What, that's what needs to happen. Uh, and that's exactly it. I have no problem with LeBron missing this. It, it definitely is a buffet. <laughs> But it's fine. I don't know. We fine. Buffay, you know what? I like it. I think I think Buffay is cute. But I'm fine with him missing. It, it's unfortunate that it's against the Golden State Warriors yeah. and mm-hmm. this is a matchup and a game that we all want to see. But this is a time for guys to get right. We've seen so many stars use yep. the all-star break in this exact same way, which is why for LeBron, I'm bummed, but I'm not gonna make a huge deal out of him missing mm-hmm. this one. I do want to shift though to the Lakers opponent tonight, the Golden State Warriors, because it's been a little bit of a roller coaster of a season for them, right? We're talking about Draymond's green suspensions. We're Talking about Chris Paul's injury, Clay Thompson's role ever changing. We saw him come off the bench. uh, The last game, exactly, and play incredibly well. The last game before the break. What's your biggest question about Golden State heading into the second half of the season here? Perk really
1: last third. It's Clay Thompson, right? It's been the tension, the role change, right? We've seen his his body language. We've seen his emotions come in place when he hasn't closed the game. How is he going to embrace this new role? We saw an appetizer since we're talking about Mills. We saw an appetizer right before the All-Star break when he went for 35. But is he fully going to embrace this? If he does and Klay Thompson is productive, then the Warriors are going to be a hard out in the postseason. right? For the last two years, We know Steph is going to be Steph. We know Draymond is the emotional leader, the backbone on the defensive side of things. But Klay Thompson is the guy that gets them over the hump and when clay thompson is clay thompson game six clay thompson and showing that throughout the course of the season and having those special moments the warriors are a completely different team so i'm going to be looking at him to see how he maintains his mental and how he embraces his role for us coming in off the bench
3: so you're looking at at clay thompson zach what are you looking at here
4: Well, first, I'm hungry. Can we stop with the buffet and (laughs) the buffet and all the food options? I'm hungry, and I got 11 hours till dinner. I'm looking at the bench minutes because I believe in this starting five with Draymond at center, Kaminga starting, Pajemski starting. I think this is a good lineup, and it's going to continue to be a good lineup. It's the other lineups and the non-Steph lineups that were really good to start the season with Chris Paul at the helm. How are those going to hold up with Clay now coming off the bench, with Chris Paul getting closer to a return? What does Kevon Looney have left in the tanker? Is it more Jackson Davis or is it Saric at center? That's the interesting puzzle piece, and a lot of it is Clay and whether he embraces this role. And I love how Clay closed out the first part of the season coming off the bench and raining fire on Utah for 35 points or whatever he had. If that group can click and keep things afloat when Steph is on the bench, I think this team has a chance to battle up into that seventh spot and put some wins together and maybe even get above that because I believe in that starting five.
5: Look, I think that graphic right there demonstrates the importance of Steph Curry, so we're all saying that like we all know Steph is the main guy here that will carry them home. He's giving you 28 points per game, but for me, it's Draymond Green by far. Because you mentioned Clay, we talk about the bench. Draymond, he is responsible for being the orchestrator of Golden State's offense. And we saw how badly they missed him when he had that suspension. So for me, it's will he keep his cool, stay on the court, and be able to make these role players shine? That's his unique ability that is different than any other play on any any other team, based off of how the Warriors have been designed.
3: Particularly because Golden State has a unique opportunity here. They have the third easiest remaining schedule of any team in the NBA. So if they can put together a little run starting tonight with a shorthanded Los Angeles Lakers team. Potentially we could see them climb out of that play in range, but it's going to be an uphill battle, particularly take a look at this because the Lakers and the Warriors both entering the stretch of the season playing well. Over their last 10 games, right? And they need to with their current standings. If the season ended today, they would both be playing in a winner-take-all play-in game, which would end the season, right, for the losing team. And that would be a playing game we all would need to see. So let's take a look at these head-to-head a little bit today. The best player in your mind between the Lakers and the Warriors is who? Look,
5: you never bet against LeBron James, but he ain't playing tonight, so I'm just going to go Steph Curry okay. because this season isolated what he's been able to do, 28 points per game, and just holding them home. Perk,
1: who do you got? <laughs> the king, the GOAT, LeBron James. And, and look, anytime they match up and Steph Curry don't have Kevin Durant, I'm rolling with this man any day of the week, okay, LeBron James? But by the okay.
5: way, um, Steph does have the edge in the head-to-head matchups, but it's okay. Uh, yeah, it's okay.
1: They both yeah, got Yeah, name. but the last two years, LeBron James actually sent them home.
3: Okay. Well, that's <laughs> fair enough. All right, so we've been talking about the, the, the offseason. We were talking all about the Los Angeles Lakers and how well they did. The Warriors have sort of been trying to figure out who's starting, who's coming off the bench, who has the best supporting cast, Shanet.
5: Oh, this comes down to once you eliminate those two guys, AD is the best player on the floor, giving you 26 and 10. So I'm going with the Lakers, and their supporting cast has done better ever since LeBron James called them out.
1: I knew you <laughs> was gonna come over here to this side eventually after all the jokes. You started off with. Bam! Put it up there. I'm running with the Lakers, okay? Oh, we thought that was I'm a high going five. with the Lakers. <laughs> when you think about the supporting cast, this same supporting cast helped the Lakers beat the Warriors last year. This same support cast actually I helped am. LeBron and AD go to the Western Conference Finals. So I saw what Austin, I am him, <laughs> I am did him, last yeah. year. <laughs> I saw what Rui Hachamar did in some crucial moments. Yeah.
3: Okay, Miss Buffet.
1: What is up? But anyway, I'm going with the Lakers.
3: All right. So what does that all culminate into? Who has the best chance to make a finals run? Not a playoff run, Shanae, a finals run. Look, I think when you have LeBron James and the next best player on the floor, I'm going
5: with the Lakers, especially with their defense. If they can really lock things down defensively, the role players step up, we can see another run. I don't know if it's like the Western Conference Finals like last year, but I got the Lakers squad.
1: I'm going with the Lakers and everything uh, Shanae just said and more anthony marshall and j davis jr right when you think about what he's been doing on both sides of the floor the way he's embraced that center position offensively giving you around about 25 points a night I love this version of AD and guess what, what? he's been available
3: mm. and that has been key for the Los okay, Angeles can we work? Lakers can we do this better okay that was better we get to see the Warriors <laughs> we get to see the Lakers in action tonight but the Lakers are not the only team in LA that we need to talk about still to come on NBA today the Clippers big three they are steamrolling the West but which team is standing in their way that is making Zach say holy leap plus why anything short of a championship will be a catastrophe for the Boston Celtics we discuss. And will Phoenix be Kevin Durant's final destination in the NBA? Hear his surprising answer in our one-on-one conversation. That's next on NBA Today.
0: Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom,
6: Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets, but expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. NBA Today is presented by ESPN Bet, the official sportsbook of
1: ESPN. Uh, oh, hey, you. Are you right? No, no. Well,
3: there is a huge game out east tonight between two injury-plagued teams in the playoff race. we Are calling it the playoff race at this point? We're, we're in the sleigh ride to the playoffs. The Philadelphia 76ers, they enter the home stretch of the season without their MVP, and there are, of course, plenty of questions surrounding if and when he will return, and their opponent, the Knicks, they're without Julius Randle and OG Ananobi. But take a look at this. The east standings, they are, how does Stephen A they're fluid they're fluid. fluid except right at the top janae the celtics they are comfortably ahead of the field a six game lead only a half game though separate the knicks and the sixers with both teams looking to avoid falling into the play and with some questions still around when they will be whole but perk both teams are holding out hope that they are going to be healthy heading into the postseason so let's just say they are yeah. if that is the case who do you have more faith in the knicks and the sixers
1: <laughs> the knicks really? big body bronson og Ananobi. Okay. That defense and what they added to the to the bench with the death of Bogdanovich and um what's my guy? Uh Alec Burks? Yo, yeah, Bur- I got Alex you. Burks, I'm sorry. But I'm the vice president, you're but, the president? But, no, no. but here's the thing, right? When you when it comes down to the Knicks, the identity is there on both sides of the floor. When it comes down to a closer and a leader, we have that in Jalen Bronson. And when you talk about Tom Thibodeau and you talk about Him being able to adjust in the playoffs and being able to design schemes defensively, he's one of the best in the game.
5: One thing that I like seeing from the Knicks, and I'm right there with you, Perk, as your vice president here in New York, (laughs) is that... So long we talk about the Knicks and this is their work ethic, right? It's all the way up here. Their skill was here. Now their skill is matching their ethic, meaning like their players are showing out in ways Mm -hmm. that you need. And it starts with Brunson. And I truly became a believer, not this past season, but the year before. Mm -hmm. I think we heard Luka Doncic say it too. I think JJ Redick. That playoff run where Luka had to sit and Jalen Brunson stepped in, he was like, oh, this guy's a star. Then we saw last year going toe to toe, eliminating teams and then going up against Miami and producing, what, four 30-point games? I love the Sixers, but I really like the, the growth of what we're seeing, that confidence turn, turn into reality, leading with Jalen Bruns. So seven-game series, who are you taking?
3: Oh, seven-game right now, I'm taking the Knicks. All right, seven-game series, you're taking the Both of you guys are taking yeah. the Knicks. Zach, do you agree? It's New York.
4: Bring me up the standings again, please. I want to look back at, at something and, and redirect this conversation where it should go. Both these teams, look at the standings. The Celtics are five games up. On anyone else in the East, look, we know the Knicks could be really good if they're all healthy. We know the Sixers could be really good if Joel Embiid comes back. We just don't know if and when those things are happening. The Bucs, they're kind of a mess right now and they need to get it together. Are we ever going to talk about the team that's in second? Four games up on the Bucs? The Cleveland Cavaliers? Mm. Anyone? Bueller? Anybody? <laughs> no. My point is Bueller. this: No, if the, if, we if don't. The East, we don't need
1: if, to, though, Zach. E- we don't need to talk about them Stop. because no, because with a Donovan Mitchell-led team, we've seen this movie before. We've seen them have the Utah Jazz team in first place in the Western You're- Conference, and we want to see it in the postseason.
4: You're making my point for me, Perk. This Cavs team is awesome. They're 18 and two in their last 20 games. They haven't won a playoff series yet. The East, if it looks even like 80% like it does today, In April, is there for the Celtics taking more than it has ever been in any year in the Jalen Brown-Jason Tatum era. And if the Celtics are healthy and these other teams are still a mess in April, anything short of a finals appearance for them is a flat-out disaster. That's how much better they are than everyone in the East. Right now, at this moment, things are going to change, but how much are they going to change? That's what the next 25 games are about.
3: But I think that's exactly the point when we're talking about Boston at this point at fe- in February because we do think that this is a team that's going to be measured in June, right? Jason Tatum, I sat down with him at All-Star and I asked him if he thought this team was better than the team that made it to the 2022 NBA Finals. And he said yes. He thinks that this is the best team that he's played on. So I agree. This is a... If the Celtics do not make it to the NBA Finals, this is a failure of a season for them.
1: If the Celtics don't win at it all, it's a failure of a season for them. They... They didn't. They they went to the NBA finals already with yeah. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Like, we're, look, we're talking about we're talking about the city of champions. Okay, we're talking about. He says Boston, wearing his. Yeah, but I'm saying, but we're talking <laughs> about the Boston Celtics. We're talking about. One of the most historical franchises in sports history. we talk about Larry Bird, Larry Legend, Paul Latru, Pierce, Kevin Garnett. We'll talk about Bill Russell. Damn it, it's about championships of bus. It's not about getting to the promising land. It's about getting there and actually buying some land when you get there and owning some houses and cribs damn this championship a buzz it's about real estate when it comes to championships okay Perk, but i'm right there with you and you know what i like you know
5: they had their shot a year ago uh, a year or two ago uh, at a championship and they fell short right this is a team through Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, that was constructed to win multiple championships. And if you look at that construction, since we're talking real estate, you've got two All-Stars, you've got two All-Defensive guys in in White and uh, Drew Holiday, and then you've got three 20-points-per-game scores. They are head and shoulders over the course of 82 games based off of what we've seen so far and how they win they should be winning. They should have already won. And so if this season comes up, and then now you have to make the decision, we
3: didn't win, now who do we pay? That's like a double whammy that they should not have to deal with. Right, and that's what we've been talking about the last couple of years, if they were going to get to this point. So it does feel like a little bit of a crossroads for the Boston Celtics. And by the way, (laughs) it's a compliment that we're talking about them this way. It's also the way that they're talking about themselves. That's what I learned at All-Star Weekend. That is the way that Jason Tatum is talking about this group and this team as a group that he believes has what it takes to make it to the NBA Finals and to win it all, and that's what he is looking to do. But, Perk, what are you doing on Saturday? I don't know. I have a feeling you're going to be watching our ABC <laughs> Saturday primetime. I mean, the Celtics and the Knicks? No, you will I will watching. be doing that. <laughs> this is
1: a Perk matchup. I will up. be doing that. NBA countdown
3: tips off our coverage 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. <laughs> He's too booked and busy to remember. See, I knew that was going to be the case. Coming up on NBA Today, we're looking ahead to the final stretch of the season. Perk I hear you say there's only one flawless team in the NBA. That's right. Ooh, we might be surprised by his answer. And no LeBron tonight against the Warriors. will show you the best thing, though, that Anthony Davis is doing this season and what needs to happen for them to get the win tonight. Plus, could the sunset on KD in Phoenix? Kevin Durant, he addresses his future in our exclusive interview. NBA Today will be back right after the break.
1: If,
2: if they keep playing like this, then there's the no limit. I mean, I don't, I don't believe in ceilings. Booker, three-pointer, hucks it in. It's a Booker barrage.
5: Good luck dealing with this team when they get repetition and right.
2: We're
1: We're just finding ourselves. It's a long season, but we love what we have. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bad.
3: 17 years into his career at 35 years old, Kevin Durant is still, he's still top five in scoring. His dominance on the court, it's impressive. But what struck me when we caught up in Indianapolis was just how at peace he seemed. And I've been lucky, right? I've gotten to interview Kevin Durant, I don't know, maybe a dozen times, mostly in Brooklyn when I was a beat writer. And it's always stood out to me, as I'm sure it has to you all at home, he replies to folks on social media. He he really does seem to care deeply about certain criticisms. And honestly, I can't blame him. But... This interview, it felt different, particularly when we talked about his future, how long he wants to play, if he's thinking about when he wants to hang him up, and if he envisions Phoenix being the last stop.
2: Kevin Durant he is a stone cold shot
4: maker. Step back, God! This is arguably the greatest score of
1: all time.
3: Your tenth on the all-time scoring list—you will be passing Melo, Shaq, Wilt Chamberlain, and like yeah, it's
7: anything. Crazy, right? It's
3: kind of wild when I say that. When you think back to when you were younger, could you have imagined being in this position?
7: I had that respect from the grace and the actual basketball players that put in the time and the work to make the NBA what it is. Uh, it's a reason why I get up to work every day.
2: ED matching the franchise record for the longest consecutive streak of 30-plus points.
3: You seem more settled. Since the last time we talked, you just, you seem a little bit more like, it's not that you don't want to win, but it's, I don't know, there's something, there's something different.
7: Obviously, winning, I don't even have to think about that no more, because when I step on the floor, that's just in me already. I tend to think about the other detailed parts of the game that's going to help me get to the win. How to be a great teammate, how to inject myself into the game at different moments. I started to think about the small parts of the game, and that just made it more fun for me, instead of thinking about the outcome all the time.
3: But does that make you more sort of at peace, it seems like, with all you've accomplished and your legacy as it stands, if everything ended right
7: now? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely want everything to just end right now, but I I still feel i got energy to play.
3: But for those waiting for Kevin Durant to slow
4: down, Katie Trey is still a bucket.
7: I definitely feel older after some games, after some stretches. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Being around for so long, you gain so much experience about the game. You see some of the other greats in other sports, Tom Brady's, the Kyle Ripkins, and the Derek Cheaters. These guys have played for such a long time and you just get inspired by that and give as much back to the game as you can. And I think, you know, when you get become older, that's a part of it is giving back and passing stuff down that you learned as well. So that goes on top of wanting to win, wanting to be the greatest that you can be. If you want to call it the back nine of my career, it just made it even more fun
3: you were 50-40-90 last year. So, I don't really see any reason why you couldn't play into your 40s. I mean,
7: yeah, I could catch a shoot, a little bit, play a little defense, be a 3 and D, 6 man maybe when I'm in my 40s. <laughs> uh, we'll see.
3: Do you want to finish your career in Phoenix?
7: I mean, I've been on so many teams, and i said this before. Right now, in this moment, today, you know, without thinking about the next minute, yeah. But that's just saying right now, and you know, I can't really predict what may happen, but I love playing in Phoenix. I love the fan base, the city. I've grown to understand what our mission is, being in the Valley, and how deep these people care about their team, you know. So I started to understand the history of the Suns, and I'm glad to be a part of it. I want to go up in that ring of honor one day, so i long that takes. <laughs>
3: I appreciated Kevin Durant's vulnerability there, although I'm not sure I can picture him as a six-man, like he's saying. playing along. No, <laughs> yes.
1: not yet, no. I mean, Maybe a stretch forward.
3: Look, he's still a winning player by any measure. Oh, I'm That's funny. A uh, stretch forward. I'm tired. Yeah. I just got that. <laughs> These are his numbers. The sons of won 58% of the games he's played in. And what's wild is that would actually be the lowest mark of Katie's career. Wow. Second season. That's in the crazy. League. Durant's won at least four years. 60% of his games played in each of his previous. You were the deciding games. factor, Perk, and okay. Perk, Perk was the deciding factor I mean, in all was, his
1: wins. Huh? I'm just saying, first time he ever went to the finals. You know, what I'm saying he, he, he tested the waters, uh-huh. for the big fella.
3: Well, I do know that currently he's still one of the best players in the league, and mm. we see what we're up here. Yeah, we, we see what you're <laughs> doing here in the studio on our little hoop that we got here. But it's kind of crazy. That we still have questions about the Phoenix Suns. I know. I picked them going to the NBA Finals in the, the preseason. I may or may not have a couple of reservations about that. But, Perk, when you hear Kevin Durant talk about, yeah, today I feel like I'm going to retire as a Phoenix Sun, but don't hold me to that in two weeks, three weeks, three months. How quickly do you think this window is closing for them?
1: I think it's two years, to be honest with you. Okay. And I think it's, it's based on the relationship with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. And I think the question should be, how long do, do we see Devin Booker in the Phoenix Suns uniform, right? Because he was part of this team, this organization that did go to the NBA Finals, and I believe none of those guys that were on their team are yeah, on their them. team right now. So when you think about it, when you have, like, this big three, Bradley Bill, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant, you got to capitalize now. It's the same thing when we talk about teams like the Boston Celtics. When you have that window of opportunity – you can't wait till tomorrow because you don't know if you'll ever have tomorrow. Tomorrow is not promised in the life and is not promised in the basketball world. So, you know, Kevin Durant, usually, I mean, we've seen him move around quite a bit.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, and he owned that. And yeah. That's why this season, I guess, becomes all the more important. How do you view mm-hmm. that, Zach?
4: The window opened the minute they made the trade. It's an urgent window and it will be a short window just because of Kevin Durant's age. And Bradley Beal just hasn't been healthy. They do not have the luxury of time. They do not have the luxury of patience. They traded everything they had to build this team, to turn over a finals team and make it into this. And here's their reality. They're fifth in the West as we enter the last part of the season. They have the hardest remaining schedule in the entire league so if they're not healthy if bradley beal misses more time whatever it ends up being just staying out of the play-in is going to be a fight for them and even if they stay in fifth the chances are that they're going to have to beat three of the top four teams in the west To get to the finals, that is a long, hard road, and they have not shown the consistency or availability to make you believe they can do that. Now, they still have time, and if they're healthy, they can beat anybody, but that is a tough, tough road ahead.
5: I'm going to be more specific. I think that KD playing out his contract before he thinks elsewhere would work for him in Phoenix, meaning the next two seasons, not this season, you add two more. That is their window to win. And I don't think it gets better than having Devin Booker as a running mate. And I think that's what he really wanted to invest in. Those guys, when you pair those two up, they're true hoopers. And I think Bradley Beal has been tough coming back starting the year slower, trying to acclimate him in real time and win this year. That's really challenging. And, And you look at the West. I mean, not only are the Nuggets the returning favorites, right? I mean, the Clippers are coming, and then you've got teams getting better like the Timberwolves and the Thunder. And so I don't think that maybe KD estimated that all those things would happen so soon. So I've got them playing out his contract before he looks elsewhere, especially given optics, unfortunately, are a part of his narrative, right? three teams in about five seasons right. knowing that if this doesn't work out this year they don't win and then he's elsewhere I don't think he's that type of
3: guy right but that's what struck me as as different is that I don't know that he cares anymore he seemed at peace with that yeah if I move again I move again people are going to say what they're going to say and that hasn't been the case uh in the past we have kept receipts on where Kevin Durant has moved around James the Harden and James a couple Harden. of times. yeah uh we also keep receipts on ourselves on this show, so what we're going <laughs> to do is we're just going to take a little look back, because the Suns, oh. they have uh, some title aspirations, but these are our preseason NBA Finals picks. <laughs> Zach Lowe, you picked the Boston Celtics over the Denver Nuggets. Any changes? Any changes?
4: Changes? Are we allowed to change? How many teams has Perk picked to make the finals in the last two seasons (laughs) combined? That's why we allowed changes. I am standing on business, standing on business like Perk always says. I'm sticking with it. I'm going down with the ship, just like I did last year with my Bucks Clippers pick that didn't work out. I like this pick. I'm sticking with it. I'm confident.
1: Well, well, Zach, you do know that you can't own multiple businesses. (laughs) I can't switch up from one business to another. I'm switching mine up. Right, I had it wrong. I got the Bucks and the the Suns. I'm going with Celtics Clippers. Clippers winning in seven.
5: All right, okay. I'm I'm not switching mine up completely, but I'm making a small tweak. So you're switching it just slightly. All right, all right. Uh, I still have the Nuggets winning. I think I had the Bucks before. I have the Celtics coming out of the East, so I'm going to go Nuggets
3: over the Celtics. All right, yeah, you had Nuggets Bucks before. Zach, I'm coming over to to your preseason side here. I'm going to go yeah, Nuggets Malika, Celtics. We're not
5: going to talk about your preseasons yet.
3: Uh, yeah, <laughs> 2020. I was I was thinking it was going to be a 2021 Finals rematch. I'm not feeling so good about that. So I'm going to go Nuggets over Celtics. Okay, so I'm we're gonna on give, the same? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to give a nod. I'm going to give a nod okay. to the champs yeah. here. All right. Zach, thank you for standing pat on your picks while all of us did a little switcheroo here. Uh, ESPN's second half coverage chips off on our Friday doubleheader. Donovan Mitchell and the Cavs host the Sixers. That's at 7.30 Eastern. And then Giannis and the Bucks visit Anthony Edwards and the Timberwolves. NBA Countdown is at 7 o'clock on ESPN, the app, to get it all started on our all-access day. Coming up next... You mentioned it, Perk. The Clippers, they are rolling into the second half of the season. So what's their biggest obstacle for them to bring their first title back to Los Angeles? Do not miss what Perk has to say today.
4: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
8: It's great that we can see how far we've, we've came and how much work we still have to do.
1: But it's awesome. The world can see us in a positive light.
7: Whatever we can do as black men and black women to educate our young guys and young girls about what it is to be a black person in this world is very important.
3: The Clippers have been the NBA's best team since December 1st, and they're going to look to keep it rolling in the second half of the season. That starts in Oklahoma City. So, L.A., <clears throat> they would jump the thunder for the two-seed with a win tonight. That's if Kawhi and company can find some way to slow down Shea Gildas-Alexander, who can notch his 40th 30-point game of the season. So, Kendra Perkins, in our last segment, you proclaimed the Clippers, they're your, your champions.
1: Yeah. Why? They're the only team in the NBA without flaws. They have zero flaws. Name me one. Name Health? me one. Huh? Availability in the postseason? I mean, we can say that about any team in the league that's a contender. The but last Tim, year in the postseason. But I'm just saying the great Tim Duncan, the great Tim Duncan always said that 20% of luck is being healthy. Now, this team healthy, zero flaws. Okay, that's better. They have a championship <laughs> caliber coach on the sideline. Yep, they have a closer, a two-time finals MVP, Kawhi Leonard-Jordan. You have a certified second option in Paul George or James Harden. You can rotate the two. They got great depth at the big position bet- between Daniel Tice, Zubak, and uh, Plumley. And then off the bench, you have a guy that's arguably gonna win six men of the year in Norman Powell. And Russell Westbrook is going to win the Clippers three or four playoff games as they go on to win their first NBA championship. They have zero flaws. You know what? Let me tell you this. Tell me. It's so bad. I mean, this is how good they are. P.J. Tucker (laughs) could be playing quality minutes right now for a contender. Bones Holland should be playing quality minutes for a team period. They were sent home. Embarrassment they're getting, riches. They're getting DMPs. That's how deep this team is. Zero flaws, though. Zero what, flaws. Look,
5: one. I will tell you, I think there are three teams that are as close to flawless as possible. It's the Celtics, it's the Nuggets, and it's the Clippers. And of those three teams, the Clippers have the biggest if. If they're able to make it to the postseason healthy. If you ask any Clippers plan, fan out here on the streets, they're like, as great as they're doing right now, we really care about seeing them in the postseason. Last year, there was no Paul George, and there was limited Kawhi in the postseason. That's the biggest if of the Celtics and of the Nuggets. You know, when you watch the Nuggets, they're going to show up. The Joker is going to probably be the best player on the floor for his impact. You know, when you watch the Celtics, they're look. almost as deep. They're, they talk about the six-man roster, right? But six I think I, look, six, six, starting six, lineup, starting, six, starting six. L- yeah, exactly roster. Um, you also He's, think about. Co- I think the if for the Celtics is probably their late-game coaching. The if for the Nuggets? Uh, What's the if for the Nuggets? Jamal Murray, right? The bench,
1: losing losing Jeff Green, losing Bruce Brown, who was crucial for them winning. I just
5: think the biggest if really relies on the If
3: there are three flawless, near-flawless, one in Perk's Minds team, right? If we're going to call the the Clippers one of those near-flawless teams, Zach, what's the thing that you see as the biggest obstacle for them hanging their first ever banner?
4: Well, there's a big dude down in Denver on some horses in Serbia. (laughs) He's the best player in the world. And he's owned the Clippers for like four years now. And yeah, the Nuggets lost some depth and they haven't put the pedal to the metal in the regular season. If they get home court, and I think that's one of the big subplots of the last part of the season, they are going to be very tough to beat. Look, the Clippers are awesome. They can absolutely win the title. Their primary concern, their primary obstacle is that the other three teams in the top four of the West Are also awesome. Minnesota has a ton of road games already in the bank and a pretty decent shot at holding on to that number one seed. The the Nuggets are the Nuggets and the Thunder are awesome too. And then you got Phoenix and New Orleans and all these other teams. It's not that easy for anybody in the West, no matter how good you are, but that dude, that MVP, the best player in the world, is waiting for everybody, and the road to the finals goes through him. I
3: try to be honest about my biases, bring them to the table. I root for anybody who's an equestrian. You guys know this. But you mentioned the competition (laughs) at West, right? One of them, right, is the team that they're facing tonight in the Oklahoma City Thunder. We We all know about what SGA poses, but why else do you think, Zach, OKC is a real threat here to make a run?
4: Oh, I had one of my holy bleep moments in that last night (laughs) Uh before the All-Star break because Oklahoma City against Orlando, yeah, it's only Orlando. They're not great. We talk about SGA. We talk about Chet because he's a rookie. Jalen Williams made me stand up in my seat with one clutch fourth quarter bucket after another Shea was chilling on the bench for his normal fourth quarter rest you almost forgot he was there because Jalen Williams with step backs with spins with drives with steals and dunks he has a giant wingspan took over the game and that's not the only time he's done that he is 18 of 26 that's 69 percent in the last five minutes of close games this season, he's averaging almost 20, ga- 20 points a game. Mm. He's a really good defensive player. We talk about Shea and we talk about Chet. This dude is an ascendant superstar, and that is bad news for the rest of the league.
3: OKC has been near the top of the West all season long, but so have the Minnesota Timberwolves. And this Friday, ESPN is going all access with oh, the really? Wolves. Stephen A. Smith, he's going to be on site in Minneapolis, bringing you coverage across the network.
1: Makes kicked them out.
3: We got SportsCenter. <laughs> First take, guy <laughs> to. NBA Today, and of course, NBA Countdown leading up to their game against the Bucks. That is at 7 o'clock Eastern. Hey, my friends, before we bounce, so when you think of the living situation of a professional basketball player, or maybe you think back to an episode of Cribs. Remember that show? Like decked out, maybe you have the Superman bed, a full basketball court, maybe a movie theater, fancy cars, right? But do you think about living with mom? Well, Mavs rookie Derek Lively does. Lively's mom, Kathy Drysdale, was a star for the Penn State women's basketball team from the late 80s to the early 90s. And they're incredibly close. They've actually been through a lot together. Derek's father and Kathy's partner died of an overdose in 2011. And Kathy is a cancer survivor as well. They have always had each other's backs. But now the question is, whose turn is it to do the dishes? You have a very unique living situation that you're in right now. okay. Tell me a little bit more about that.
9: Well, am I setting the record straight or are you? You you go ahead. So I live with my son. Mm. My son does not live with me. Okay. We want to make sure we get that record straight. She lives under my roof. Very important distinction. It's really funny how the tables turn. What's it been like for you having your mom there for you?
8: Good and bad to say, you know, who wants to live with their mom at 20 years old? But at the same time, like I need her there. You know, she helps me there. She helps me out with things that you know I've never done before. She's always making sure that I have my head on straight, and she's always there to like. Just because she says it doesn't mean I do it. But she's always making sure that she's giving off her opinion and making sure how I should carry myself or how I should do things. There's sometimes where she blows me off because I'm annoying her and making her mad, like every son should do right of course you know i think i run
9: the show mm. think what are some of the perks for you just being a being with him and being a part of his journey yeah. and seeing how successful he's been and it's been on his own merits it's been everything that he's received and achieved has been because of his hard work and i'm proud i'm very proud for that i mean we've been through so much yeah as we as he's grown up that it's we're just continuing, continuing to stick together and, and grow. A lot of people say when they come into the league,
3: the first thing they want to do is take care of the people that took care of them. But I'm just wondering, considering everything you've been through, what that added for how you wanted to interact with your mom in your rookie year?
8: Just knowing how much pain, how much stress, how, much, how many emotions my mom had to go through for a very long time. At this point, whenever I could finally tell her, like, you don't need to work. You don't need to do, you don't need to stress yourself any more than a normal day in life. Just go enjoy yourself. Just go live because there's no reason for you to be worrying about yourself working a nine to five whenever I'm working my job so that you can live a better life.
9: That's pretty special. Oh, extremely. Okay. I'm very, very grateful. Very fortunate. Not a lot of people can do this. Yeah. So I'm extremely fortunate and blessed to have him.
3: The bond you guys have is so special. <laughs> thank mm-hmm. you for sharing it with oh, us. Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I feel like I need to... Hi, Mom. <laughs> I'll call you tonight. <laughs> Shout out all the moms, man. Kathy, Derek, that was awesome. Still to come on NBA Today. Big perk. He's got a new big segment. What? He tells us why Anthony Davis is the key for the Lakers during this stretch.
1: NBA Today is presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN.
3: LeBron James has been downgraded to out for tonight's game at the Golden State as he continues to manage a left ankle injury. That's what the Lakers announced yesterday. Now James said at Sunday's All-Star game he would use the break to get additional treatment on his ankle. So it's time now for a new segment. Big Man Ball, and it's brought to you by ESPN Bet. Oh. book of ESPN. Kendra uh, Perkins, what big man are you going to be watching in tonight's Well, well game? first
1: of all, shout out to ESPN Bet for paying the bills. But, I, you know, it's been whispers around that we need to educate the audience. And guess what? You're right. But it's education along with excitement and being authentic. And I'm not going to bore you with analytics. I'm going to present to you film. And I'm going to present to you one of the greatest... Skilled power forwards we have ever seen in Anthony Davis. Watch what he does on his end. He blocks the shot, throws a hell of an outlet pass, runs the floor. Oh, look at the Euro step in traffic. It should have been an and one. Then here, ooh, look at the jab. Get Yoke shifted. Down the lane with the left hand finish. This is skill. We work on this in practice. You know that, right? When guys get double, watch the back dribble, look at the patience. All right, put them to sleep. Nice little turnaround. Anthony Davis has been balling. This is what the people want to see. This is what I've been wanting to see for a while now. He's been available. He's been healthy. Shout out to ESPN Bet.
3: Well, ESPN Bet Come is on, the world. official sportsbook of ESPN. There you go. New users get $100 in bonus bets <laughs> for making any sportsbook bet. And you can check out Perk's Big Man Parlay exclusively in the ESPN Bet app if you want to ride with Perk and any of the other big men. Kendrick Perkins, thank you, sir.
1: Uh, I mean, you're welcome. You're I was welcome.
3: Pre- I was expecting the Hello World to start it off. Oh on. yeah, Hello
1: I mean, World. You know, I mean, Anthony Davis, shout out to you for actually being, you know, the first big man on big, first man first ball yeah, big, big man. Oh yeah, the first. Did you actually big man?
3: Today is a good day. Yeah. NBA games are back in yes. action tonight. Enjoy the
0: game. Ooh, I and
1: finally got something to tomorrow. do. <laughs> <laughs>